This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 20. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential, whether you're a woman in business or a woman in corporate. Joining me on today's show is Natasha Denman. Now, Natasha is the ultimate 48-hour author. She's published seven books by herself, built her business to seven figures over the past six years, and helped over 100 other business owners do the same through her ultimate 48-hour author retreats. Now, Natasha is a mum of three under seven, wow, and she runs her business with her husband, Stuart, from their home in Diamond Creek, Melbourne. Her energy, her enthusiasm for her business is second to none, and she speaks and runs approximately 100 events every year, and she's a highly sought-after expert on personal branding and product development. And on today's show, Natasha's going to share how to write a book in just 48 hours, how to create a powerful personal brand, and how to leverage your business via a book. So welcome to the show, Natasha. Thank you so much, Henry. It's great to be with you. Wow. You have got three little ones under seven. You have got a very successful business and you run approximately 100 events every year. My goodness, how do you do it all? Oh, I love, you got to love what you do, otherwise you wouldn't have the energy to do it. So I love, um, obviously, um, working with people one uh, one to many and um, and obviously through standing out other people want to learn how can they do the same um, and therefore generate uh, an amazing create an amazing following in a personal brand yeah and it's so important so tell me with your books that you've published the seven books I mean and, and obviously you're 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 really expert at this and this is why you're now supporting others to do that when you look back to the very first time that you started to write books was it easy for you the reason why I ask that is many people that are listening today might be saying oh well she's written seven books you know, she's an expert at that and, and I struggle. So take us back. When you first started, was this easy for you right at the beginning? Um, no, it wasn't. And probably seven or eight months I started and stopped uh, on different um, niches and ideas. And then one day when someone said, you should definitely do it after I had um, spoken to him after a coffee chat that I had with them. He was a printer mm -hmm. and he said, look, it's going to be a business card on steroids. And the minute he said that and I thought, oh, my God, I so need more business and obviously clients Yes. and I need something that's going to turn my intangible business into something more tangible. Mm -hmm. And so began the journey of setting a 90-day goal where I was going to write seven pages a week. So that's approximately a page a day mm -hmm. and I was going to um, around 90 pages and that would get me close to the, the size of book that I wanted to create and the purely breaking it right down made it more manageable and obviously back then I did it the old-fashioned way so just kind of worked it out as I was going mm. along so 
Um, no, it wasn't easy. Your book is uh, first book is always the most awkward and unfamiliar experience you'll ever go through. Yes. But once you know what you have to do, you can replicate it obviously time and time again, mm. and then it's twenty times the speed. <laughs> yeah. And so, with the books that you've published, and you're talking about uh, niches before, just share what some of the the book titles are that you've written. Okay. So my first book was the Seven Ultimate Secrets to Weight Loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it evolved in, um, then the next book was Ninja Couch Marketing, How to Market Your Business from the Couch. Yeah. Um, I have written and been part of a book called You Can Live the Life of Your Dreams. Uh, then I wrote obviously Ultimate 48 Hour Author as, as the system itself. And, um, very soon, actually in the next 10 days in my hands will be my Bums on Seats book. Mm. Now, as you can see, they're not all, um, completely aligned with one another. Um, because it's been almost a journey of the evolution through different niches that I have worked with people under. Yes. Um, but they naturally flow from one to the other if you actually heard my whole story. <laughs> mm. And I think what's really interesting about that is that, you know, as you've evolved and you've, you've, um, taken all the information that you know, your expertise out of your mind, your thoughts and put that into mm. paper and it, and it really has continued to help you build your visibility, build audience, and of course, build the, the client base that you now have. And so thank you for sharing that kind of journey because people who may be listening today may have been thinking for some time, I really do want to write a book. I don't know how to start, where, you know, what to do, step one kind of thing. And we, we're certainly going to dive into that um, now. So how to write mm. a book in just 48 hours. That is a really short yes. time frame. Yes, and it actually is not 48, it's actually only seven. Wow. But if I told you seven, you would actually probably <laughs> don't believe me. <laughs> um, look, um, the, we don't obviously slave away at a computer. It's impossible to write 40 to 45,000 words, um, you know, in that period unless you're like on the computer for 48 hours. So the way the books are written so rapidly is by speaking them out. Mm-hmm. So if you spoke for seven hours and recorded yourself and got someone to transcribe that, you will end up with about forty to forty-five thousand word um, book, which is yes. your average size, about one hundred and sixty to one hundred and eighty page book mm-hmm. uh, that you will have at the end. Of course, um, there's a system and a structure behind how you um, uh, are able to successfully execute a spoken book because. Not everyone's a natural speaker and, of course, even natural speakers need some kind of a structure and a format so they're, they're not talking off the top of their head. Mm. So we do have a pre-retreat uh, uh, preparation that goes for a couple of hours where I um, coach someone through how to unpack their book, I help them position it and then help them with one chapter so that they know what to do for the others. Mm-hmm. And then I have a little bit of uh, pre-work to do so that they're coming away with, as I call your cheat notes, yes. uh, so that they're not talking at the top of their heads and there's a really nice, neat structure. And then all the other people are doing the hard work in typing it and editing and layout and all that. What's really interesting is that the different techniques that you use because how many people, I don't know, you probably heard many, many, and I have too, have said, well, I find it really hard to write. Yet, through speaking it, quite often then the words tend to flow. And let's face it, the books that we read, that, that all of us read, whether they're paper books, whether they are on Kindle, uh, they weren't the first draft. So it's, it's good to hear that there is a certain process that, that we go through that enables us to, to get our thoughts on paper, whether it be speaking, whether it be writing, taking notes, drafting, that kind of thing. 
And then through the process of, of tweaking, we really do come out at the other end with something that uh, we can present to the world. And I'm sure that uh, for many people who end up with a finished book, it really is a huge win, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, gosh, it might seem awkward and hard at the time while you're going through the process to finish this project. But once you're holding that book in your hand, hands is the best feeling in the world. And it just, um, you can see it on people's faces. You can see how much more self-worth, confidence and certainty they have about what they stand for. Mm. And that in itself magnetizes uh, clients towards them. Would you say that people who are in a certain type of business, what I'm getting at, some people might be thinking today, well, a book is not really relevant in, in, in my mm -hmm. business. What would you say to that if that was a concern someone had? Look, there's always an angle. Maybe you just haven't looked at the angle that you can approach this in and how can you turn your business into education because nowadays, uh, hardcore, old-fashioned advertising is not working. Mm -hmm. We are more attracted to being educated first, and we're calling that, you know, educating uh, people through the the educational spectrum type of marketing. Yes. And that's what books do. So you just need to have another person like ourselves, for example, have a look at your business and see what angle you can come from and where the book would fit in. Mm -hmm. Like the most unlikely person that, that I have helped write a book is a locksmith. I mean, wow. and everyone would say a locksmith does not have, shouldn't write a book or what, what for, right? Mm. But he did and then he doubled his business within a few short months and got on TV and radio and yeah. it, it was a tiny little 10,000 word book. Incredible. There you go, a locksmith. Well, if a locksmith can do it, then uh, I know a lot of um, service-based business owners and even women in corporate. You know, let, let's let's talk about the value of having a book, particularly when it relates to a personal brand. Let's speak a little bit more about that. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's almost like people don't even really read your book. It's mm. like you show it to people, you introduce yourself with it, and it's almost this new... Uh, perception that you have put out there and people take you more seriously because if you've gone as far as writing a book on your topic and your expertise, you must be serious about what you're doing. Mm. So many people out there just talk and talk and talk, but what's so powerful, Anne-Marie, is actually I say show, don't tell. Mm -hmm. So when you show people what you have and the book being a tangible item, then that's way more powerful than you saying I'm an expert at this. And the media will consider you way before they would consider someone who's not an author. Um, speaking opportunities, you'll be considered first over someone who just says they're an expert at it. So it's almost, um, it elevates uh, the um, opportunities that you will get and uh, who you get introduced to, uh, how you get connected to people. Um, I really have to uh, dissect what opportunities I'm going to say yes to nowadays and which ones I won't mm. and what a wonderful problem to have. Yes. Then in the early days, you're just like kind of, I'll take anything. Mm. And I think mm. for some uh, for some people in, in business who are service-based, so they do consulting or they're doing coaching programs, some of the programs that they may offer may be a higher level and someone may not yet be at a position to be able yes. to hire you at that level. So I'd imagine having access to this book 
continues to deepen the relationship with them because they're really reading it from your words and and you know already starting to see how incredibly awesome your your expertise the system whatever it is that your book is showcasing is this what you found with the people who have written books absolutely it's um it's the biggest intimacy builder um that it exists and this is where i just said the perception when they look at you is different mm -hmm. but having something like a lot of people come to my introductory events that i run all over the country and they don't realize they're going to get a copy of the book with their ticket um, when they walk in, I personally sign it for them and I um, give it to them and they're like, oh, wow, you know, I get the book, like I get to take you home with me. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what um, what happens beyond that because our program is very high end yeah. and this is how some relationships have entered into high end sales, not immediately but down the track mm -hmm. uh, once perhaps they've sat with the idea and gotten used to where it's at and um, whether or not they really want to work with you. And then there's those other people who instant credibility, instant attraction, and it just happens all straight away. And part of it is because they can see everything is set up, the structure's there, the book is there, the, the program is there, so they know you've been around. The proof in the pudding, which is mm. me having all of my author's books displayed there, it's like um, yeah, I keep showing and showing them. I don't even need to say too much to, um, to I guess, convince them to do uh, and join our program. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with so many people now who are opening their own businesses, running their own businesses, and of course, when we think of the use of the technology, such as I mean, podcasting and, and videos and all of these incredible things, means that the people who are in our you know target market, so in other words, our competitors, to really separate yourself from everybody else, a book with your expertise within it can really differentiate you from a lot of other people who are in in the market offering similar services. I'd imagine that that's an, another benefit too. Yes. Oh, totally. And if you think that so many people nowadays are speaking about writing a book or they're doing it, it's not true. Mm -hmm. It's just that a lot of people like to feel significant by saying, yes, I'm writing a book, but usually it's something they've had on the back burner for five to 10 years. So please, for your listeners, if you think a lot of people are writing books, it's not true. You're still going to be unique, different, and one in uh, thousands that are perhaps in your industry that would have like a book. So, um, so I would say go for it and, uh, don't underestimate of the, of the power of what it, uh, what it can do for you. So let's talk about then how people can start to leverage their, their business via a book. I know that we've already spent, mm -hmm. spent a little bit of time, but I'm sure on benefits and, and outcomes. Yep. What are some other results that you've seen happen? Okay, so using the content of the book then can be exploded into so many other products and services. So we generally recommend you write a 12-chapter book um, and that's how our system is set up. It's not, not set in stone but that's mm -hmm. the recommendation simply because we're thinking long-term in terms of those 12 chapters becoming a 12-week program, a 12-month program, 12 webinars, 12 videos. 12 workshops, a keynote, um, all, all of that content can then be neatly organized into other um, products and services that you would be delivering. So we're thinking about the bigger picture because as you said, the book will be the entry point but what's further down that sales funnel where, where people really want to work with you on a deeper level mm. and obviously that will be at a higher price point 
which means focusing on a $30 book sale is not your best um, yes. area to focus on. Focus on your $5,000, programs, mm -hmm. which is really where the true transformation occurs for people. It doesn't occur just from reading a book. The, the real results come from people really doing uh, the proper work with you. And I love that you've said that because so many people that um, that I've, I've spoken to or they've mentioned, I'm going to write a book and then I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to have money coming in, mm -hmm. yet they're not really leveraging. I mean, we'd all love to be the next, you know, Harry Potter author or someone who's yeah. just done incredible things. But what you've just said here, and I want to stress it again, it is really the door opener and it is the other things that you offer within your business because now you've grown that credibility and that yes. trust no like and trust with the the person who's read it that you can then guide them into some of the other programs that that you're offering and um, so it's very you need to very think very carefully around how you structure your book and how you present it so that it does naturally flow into some of the other programs and offerings that you have yes yeah absolutely and I've always I've noticed in my journey that it's so hard it's almost harder to sell a $30 product than to sell the high end. Mm. It's, um, it's as if, um, I don't know what, what it is, but you've got to work harder to sell the lower price stuff than you do the higher price stuff ultimately. So don't focus on that because, um, you know, very soon you'd, you'd probably have to go back to a job rather than building the value through the lower end stuff and sometimes just bundling it in different things mm. that you're giving people. Mm -hmm. And then moving on to um, really helping at a high level where people are, you know, you're doing stuff with them and for them. Yeah, and you've just you've just modelled that so beautifully. You said you run workshops all over the country, and as part of that, they get gifted a copy of your book, a signed copy. And you've had clients that have attended that who have said to you, "Wow, really?" And that is really the incredible value where you can start to leverage it across other areas. I mean, I've even heard of keynote speakers that have somehow how, um, being able to negotiate with the the event organizers to get a copy of the book into you know everybody who is attending's hand and Excellent. there's just so many different ways that you you can leverage and it really is um, you know up to your imagination and, and, and thinking of the best strategy to support people what would you say to someone who said hmm this is really interesting Yet there's still some block that they think, oh, I can't do it. What what would be one last word of encouragement that you want to leave with people to, to get them into action? Well, one of the biggest the reasons why people don't write a book is the fear of success and the fear of standing out. Mm. So it doesn't actually have to do with time or money, but it's actually, oh, my God, if I bring this out book out, I'll be open to criticism or I might get too successful and therefore get too busy and I, I won't have a life anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are just made up things in our minds. So if you're ha having hesitations, really check in with yourself um, where they're coming from and it's not because you don't have the time or the money to do this. It's because there's some kind of a fear of, um, you know, uh, standing out. Mm -hmm. Literally, uh, you know, here in Australia, unfortunately, we all know the tall poppy syndrome. Yes. And uh, part of that would mean that you will be a tall poppy guaranteed if you buy, uh, become an author. So if you're not comfortable with that, you will, won't be able to follow through and take the leap of faith that this kind of a decision takes. Mm -hmm. 
And you know what? I think I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I think, you know, if you've got a message that you want to share with people, and this is even for any visibility, isn't it, Natasha? If you've yes. got some message and expertise and you know that that's going to support your ideal client in a transformation that's going to help them, whatever it is that they're, they're dreaming about, by you or by our listener not sharing that message, not writing that book means that your ideal client is going to remain stuck because of people who might nay say you well don't worry about everybody else you get your message out there for your ideal client so that you can support them in uh, exactly. achieving whatever su success how can people get in contact with you well um certainly we've got the website ultimate48hourauthor.com.au and uh, what i'd like to do is gift uh your listeners a copy of my book uh, oh, in ebook version, mm -hmm. um, so they'll get the whole 160 pages um, to follow the system if that's what they want to do and write their books. Uh, because as I say to people, I'm not a uh, fluffy person where I tell you why you should do it and what you <laughs> should do. I really give you the nuts and bolts, which means the how how to get it done. So this book has got the unpack system, the chapter unpack, all that sort of stuff. So if they just head to the website and then they put a forward slash gift they will be able to download the whole full book and um, and explore the idea um, of how they can have it done. So ultimate48hourauthor.com.au uh, forward slash gift. Fantastic. Thank you so very much. And, of course, we'll put all of uh, those details there on the show notes and recross.com forward slash podcast 220. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Natasha. It really has been a pleasure speaking with you. And what I do with every single show is to ask a question. So let me think. To join yes. in the conversation, go to the links at annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 20. Leave your comment below the show notes. What is the biggest aha that you have taken away today that is going to catapult you to say yes and take action uh, to get that book out of your head and onto paper? So what is that biggest aha that you've had? Comment below uh, on that link and we cannot wait to uh, to read your comments. And, of course, please reach out. Get a copy of that generous uh, offer that Natasha has given. Get a copy of her ebook so that you can start to get your thoughts on paper as well. Cool. So before we go, we have an inspiring tip from our sponsor, Communicate Your Brand, Get Noticed, Hired and Paid What You're Worth. And this is a quote by Philip Kotler. The key to creating a strong brand, especially for smaller businesses, is to focus on a limited number of issue areas and develop superb expertise in those areas. Now, are you a service-based business woman who is passionate about your business, but you're just not getting clients who pay you what you're worth because you realize that you're focusing on too many areas, too many areas in your business, so you're really weakening your message. And what this is doing is it's stopping you from capturing and communicating what makes you unique and why clients should hire you. This is an area that I specialize in and I'd love to invite you to register for one of my complimentary business breakthrough sessions so we can pinpoint where the gaps are and the steps you need to move forward to communicate your brand in a concise and focused, powerful way. So start attracting clients who pay you what you're worth. And to register for a breakthrough session, just go to annemariecross.com forward slash breakthrough session. That's annemariecross.com com forward slash breakthrough session. Now this brings us to the end of another episode and I do hope that you will join me again next week. Remember to subscribe to our iTunes channel and the link is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 
iTunes. By subscribing, that means that you're going to be the very first person to learn about our new episode and be inspired and empowered each week like I know you were today listening to Natasha. That link again, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. While you're over there, if you've got a couple of free minutes, leave a comment and a rating. That would be awesome. That gets our message out into the hands of many other women leaders. So see you next week. Make it a great one. Thanks again, Natasha. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.